Hi, I'm on the phone today with Reed, who is 13 years old, and he is living with Mito, and he's part of our series of uh, interviews of teenagers living with mitochondrial disease. And hi, Reed. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. How? How? Um. I guess the best thing to start with. Sometimes I've been asking people, how does mitochondrial disease affect you? Well, pretty much, it just makes me get tired quicker. And it's made me jump out, drop out of a couple sports I liked. Okay. What sports were you in? Um, for a long time when I was younger, we were on a swim team, but that really tired me out a lot. And then more recently, we tried karate, but in the gym we were in was just really hot, and it sapped my energy. Okay. When your energy gets sapped, what does it feel like? Uh, I generally get hot and tired. Slightly nauseated sometimes, and generally headaches. And headaches, okay. That's no fun. Was it hard to have to quit the sports? Yes. Yeah. What um, what kind of stuff do you do to help with the mito symptoms, with the being tired and nauseated? I mean, what do I do afterwards or beforewards? Yeah, before or afterwards, or what have you found that's helpful? Um, if I get a headache, generally I like I lay down. Okay. Um, I like to drink a lot of water and Gatorade. That helps. Yeah. Your mom said that you guys had just gone to Six Flags. Yeah, that was fun. Was it for the day? Mm-hmm. Do you, Do you like to ride the really big roller coasters? Yes, I do. You do? They scare me. <gasps> they do. So you like? I think Six Flags has some of the bit really big ones that like twist around and everything. Yep. Yeah, you like those. Um, how did you feel after that day? Well, for the, for a day at one of those places, I felt pretty good. Except yeah. I went on right near the end when there was no line. I went on one of the roller coasters called the Scorcher. Mm-hmm. I went it like seven or eight times straight, and I got seriously nauseated. Oh, I can see. I think I'd get nauseated probably on one of them. Um, so you drink lots of water, lots of Gatorade, and if you've got a headache, you lie down. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you've had to change some of your activities in terms of getting out of sport, a couple sports. Um, are there any sports that you can do? Um, There's not really any sports I'm doing right now. What kind of stuff do you do? Um, We do scouts and um, last year we did a robotics team for FLL. Cool. And we may be doing another team sometime soon when it starts up. Okay. And you're homeschooled, right? Yes. Is that right? I wonder, um, were you ever in a regular school? No. Okay. So does that help also then? I mean, are you able to pace yourself so if you get tired you can stop for a while? Well, I mean, basically all I do is sit down and re- study my stuff. I'm not like, we don't do a home PE or anything. Okay. Do, you're, do you do okay, though? Your hands don't get tired, like, from writing or um, sometimes I hear kids who just even get tired from, <laughs> we all get tired from studying, but. What? Yes, yeah, so yeah, my fingers get, my fingers hurt sometimes after a while. Okay. Do you mostly use a computer or do you use? I use textbooks. Okay. Use the textbooks. Do you write with a computer or do you use? 
Um, the only thing I really use the computer for is is um for my math I have a dive CD. Okay. Looks like the little teacher doing it, and then I do all the problems for it. Oh, okay. All right. But it sounds like so you still are doing a lot of handwriting and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So water, water and Gatorade before and probably during. Lying down if you have a headache. Any any thoughts afterward? I mean, when you've already like let's say you've maxed yourself out and you didn't stop when you probably should have or something. Um, what works? What helps? Uh. Drink. I usually drink Gatorade slowly while I'm like sitting down or laying down. Okay. Sounds like fluids is the big thing. Yeah. For fluids you. and food. Food. Do you do you t- kind of try to eat eat during the day all day sort of thing little bits? Um, I mean I take snacks, but okay. that's just because I get hungry. Okay. So fluid sounds like it helps a lot when you're not feeling too well. Mm-hmm. Um, what's how did you find out you had Mido? Um, I don't know. It was a while back. Hard to remember. Yeah, I mean, it was when I was. We'd always known there was something wrong with us. Okay. I don't think it was diagnosed. We finally got a set thing about a year ago. Okay. Okay. What? How did it feel to like have a diagnosis to have a name for this? Um, the name didn't make much sense to me, so it didn't feel that different. Okay. Have you learned more about it? Does it make more sense now, or does it feel still just like... Well, we pretty much knew the symptoms by then. Okay. And you still know the symptoms? Yeah. So, not much not much in that sense, it sounds like, has changed for you just by knowing the name. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it work with friends? Do you, I mean, in terms, is there ever any, is it difficult with friends knowing Mido or, I mean, or feeling like you have to do activities different or is it, does it make a difference for you? It doesn't really seem to make a difference. I don't mean, I don't mean people at school and stuff who have mm-hmm. big interest in like sports. I mean, I mean people at church and at homeschool groups we go to. Okay. That's great. So you you have found friends that it really doesn't matter for. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Cool. Um, what I, I was always asking the kids, like I shouldn't call you guys kids. You're really a teenagers at this point. Um, what if if anything, and you may not have anything, kind of um, what if would you tell somebody? Let's say you met somebody who just started having symptoms of mitochondrial disease and then they just got a diagnosis and they're like 14 or 13 or something, what what might you know that they wouldn't know that you'd want them to know? Is there anything um, that you wish somebody had told you that you had to learn for yourself? Not really. I learned, I mean, I have shorter legs, so like when I run I get tired faster, but I've tried lengthening my stride and focusing more on throwing my leg out. Okay. And taking it fast. So different ways of trying to get faster. Yeah, um, it even helps conserve energy and going a farther distance. Oh, okay. So different ways of, like, moving that can conserve energy but still help you get to where you're going faster, yeah. maybe. That's cool. Is there anything that you can think of or anything that keeps you, when you get frustrated about being tired or not being able to do sport a certain sport that you want to do, um, what kind of keeps you going and keeps you... 
Oh. Happy. I mean, I like to read books, and I've programmed computer games and stuff. I'm not a hugely physical person. Okay. Physically active, I mean. So it helps that you have a lot of other interests besides, yeah, like the karate or the swimming that you had to stop. All right. I'm trying to think if I have any more. I guess I do. Just what's it like that? Because it sounds like all, all your siblings and your dad mm-hmm. have Mido. Yeah. What is that? What's that like? I suppose it's all that you've known, right? Yeah. I mean, it just seems normal to me. Okay. Just part of living in your family. Good. Sounds like it doesn't, you don't think about Mido a lot. Not really. You just live your life? Pretty much. That's cool. That's cool. Well, thanks for taking the time. Um, I think that's it, unless you have anything that you want to add. Nope. All right. And is it okay if I put this, like, as a podcast on the website? Mm-hmm. All right, because we're letting other teenagers know, you know, all the different ways that it can be like to have um, mitochondrial disease as a teenager. So thank you, and I really appreciate um, your participating, Reed, and you'll be able to actually hear yourself on the computer at some point. Thanks. Bye. Bye.